welcome everyone to another episode of my weird little podcast. It's me, Tia. I'm always here. Uh, today we have my good friend and fellow podcaster, Teresa. Hi. Podcasting from California, very sunny California. Um, yeah. I don't know which one is more sunny. If, if we're more sunny here in Las Vegas or you're more sunny out there, you got the beach. Um, we are the desert. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely hotter. I am in a part of the desert, but you are in a hotter part of the desert. So. That's true. Yeah. Elevation wise, I'm going to assume that I'm closer to the sun, but I don't know. That's, that's you know, I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Uh, so. <laughs> That seems um, right. I have a mixture of the mountains around me, so that's, you know, different, I guess. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so spooky season is upon us. Have you bought any um, unnecessary uh, <laughs> Halloween decorations yet? Um, I have not. I've been very good. I have not jumped the gun. Um, I'm going to wait till at least one more week till it's a little closer to September till I buy <laughs> something. So yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, no, I haven't purchased anything yet. Um but you know I still I still feel like I have a lot of stuff from last year mm. um that I can, you know, whip out at a moment's notice. So um yeah, no, I haven't I haven't uh started to get anything new yet but I'm sure that might just be a matter of time I mean I did I did do some damage last year at the spirit store that I wasn't intending to do mm -hmm. so I, were, you know yeah I've always wanted to work at spirit but I feel like that would just be me working for Halloween decorations like I would just return my paycheck <laughs> right back to them. Right. Exactly. But you would probably get a great discount. Well, maybe not great. Stuff. Maybe not great, but I mean yeah. it would be it would be something. Um but yeah, I mean a lot of that stuff is horribly overpriced too, unfortunately. But you know, mm -hmm. it's still hard it's hard to pass up. I have bought some overpriced things and just been just fine with it. So <laughs> Uh, I went to Lowe's the other day and was very disappointed in what they had. Uh, but granted it is still like August 5th as yes. of this recording. So, yes. uh, <laughs> you know, they, they only had these like 12, they had the big stuff. Like they had the 12 foot, um, like a scarecrow and a 12 foot, like mummy, um, oh yeah, some big skeletons, but they there was like four things that they had. Um, I did go to I did go to Home Goods. I've never been in a Home Goods before. I did not know what it was. My mom was like, "We should go to Home Goods," um, because she wanted like something specific. They ended up not having it, but then we also spent a lot of money there, anyways, on stuff <laughs> we didn't really need. Um, but yeah, Home Goods is basically like a more expensive Ross. But to be okay. fair, they have better stuff mm. and more stuff. And they're not as, like, disorganized or filthy as Ross. <laughs> not to say that Ross is filthy. Just in my experience, there's always, like, kids running around and, like, you know, uh, 
stuff sometimes messy like things not always in the right area it's supposed to be in um but I love Ross I get so much stuff at Ross so I'm not dissing if you shop at Ross that's fine I do too (laughs) um a lot of my possessions are from Ross and our Facebook marketplace I'm heavily addicted I probably spent like five hours on Facebook marketplace today really I did tell you yeah like I just like laid on my bed and like I was supposed to be getting other stuff done five hours might be a no well (laughs) I'd like to say it was an exaggeration but like most Mm -hmm. of what it was was just like looking at like tables I want but I'm not on Facebook marketplace for no reason when I really should have been doing like more research for the podcast and you know I don't know cleaning my room or something productive but um yeah I did get a refrigerator and I already told you about it I bought a refrigerator for my garage earlier it is a Panasonic and uh it is wood grain and it's probably from the 80s but I love it so um but yeah Uh, (laughs) happens yes (laughs) but yeah anyways that's enough rambling for the beginning I guess um (laughs) nobody cares about my new mini fridge Um, I do I can't that sounds like really cool and well since I'm going to be visiting you in a few days I'll see it oh yeah um, definitely hold on on one second I gotta let my cat in the room okay all right well she just wanted to knock on the door and do nothing so (laughs) as most cats do (laughs) Um, you will be seeing my fridge because you are visiting soon um I kind of want to take you guys to Nightmare Cafe out here in Vegas um there's a couple other cool places that we could check out um you know, we'll see. We'll see what we have time to do uh, while, while you're out here, you know. But yeah, it'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's get to our topic for tonight. Oh, God, my cat. Hold on one second. <laughs> okay. Are you coming in or are you coming out? Are you going in or are you going out? I don't, I I don't know what they're doing. I, (laughs) that's okay. Let me pause the recording and I think, I don't think I should feed them. All right, whatever. No, we'll just, we'll just get in the story and then (laughs) they're just going to have to do whatever. Okay. Anyways, sorry. (laughs) No worries. There was some cat drama here. Um, (laughs) There's always some cat drama. Always cat drama. Um, what are you drinking? I'm drinking coffee right now. Oh, I am drinking, uh, just because I haven't in a while and I felt like drinking. Um, so I'm drinking the cut water tiki, uh, tiki rum Mai Tai. This really is a good one. Um, if you're a Mai Tai fan. You've told me and, about those. I don't know yeah. if I've had those yet. Mm. Um, They're fun, so good. Fun thing yeah. I discovered out here in Vegas is the buzz ball. Do they have buzz balls oh. in California? Oh yeah. Buzz okay. ball. Totally. Okay. I don't know yeah. why I thought it was, I guess they're just like more like obvious maybe here. And I just <laughs> didn't like 
Yeah. I, I didn't get them in LA. Um, yeah. I'm also working later. So I have to like, <laughs> whatever 7-Eleven has, I have to get. Yes. You know? Yeah. But no, yeah. don't, definitely don't knock the buzz balls anyone. They, they are really good. What, what kind do you like? The chocolate ones or the hazelnut, hazelnut or the coffee, but the other ones are all way too sweet and taste not and in my oh, opinion. Like, you see, quiet. I haven't tried, I haven't tried um, any of those that you said, uh, but uh, I do know that I've seen them before. I have tried the super sweet ones, but I, the trick to that um, with the super sweet ones, at least in my experience, if you put them in your freezer, um, they will still taste sweet, but they won't be like unbearable. Yeah. Uh, in my experience anyway. So they taste less, less like cough syrupy mm-hmm. um, if you put them in the freezer. Like the sour apple, peach. Um, what's one that I, oh, I like the pina colada one. That one I is good. I did have that one. That one was not bad. I feel yeah. like if I like thinned it out with something else, like soda water yeah. or, you know. Yeah, they're pretty, they, they can be strong. Yeah. Yeah. It is 17% <laughs> alcohol. Is it that much? I had no idea it was that much. The chocolate oh, okay. one. The chocolate ones are 17%. Some of them are 15%, but yes, they are a lot of alcohol um, for wow. how small they are. <laughs> <You know. laughs> That's um, something though. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so yes, I do enjoy those. Uh, and they're made out of oranges, which is so weird. And they're woman owned. They are a oh. woman- woman-owned company it says so on the side and I'm like oh well I can I can feel better about drinking this not like I mean that doesn't <laughs> matter that much to me I'm not like oh some guy yeah. owns this company I'm not gonna because then I yeah. wouldn't really get anything <laughs> um but I was like yeah. oh that's really that's really interesting you know um mm-hmm. I had no idea that it was made out of orange wine um mm-hmm. yeah okay oh, all right we're done with tangents let's get into <laughs> the story uh so I don't know what you're talking about tonight. Um yeah. when I did my TikTok earlier and I picked mm-hmm. out my outfit, I tried to cover all my bases. So if you are listening to this and you're not seeing visually, I have on a necklace that is a pentagram, I have a spider brooch, and I also have a Vivian Westwood orb, but I think it looks like a UFO. Um <laughs> so I tried to cover all my bases of like, what could this podcast be about? Is it like aliens or witchcraft or I don't know. Well, or is it a crypto? Is, none of those. <laughs> that's a safe, that's a safe bet. Um, yes. You said the magic word, the C word. It's more on cryptids, but Yay. a different, <laughs> but yes, but cryptids, um, not in the conventional sense, I guess. And I'll, get to that in a moment but yes it my mind is still fascinated on creatures that um appear in places that you don't think they're going to be and that's exactly what I chose this topic for I don't think we've ever talked about it at least I mean if if we have I'm I'm surprised but have you ever heard of the phantom kangaroo sighting phenomena yeah i think so this okay yes 
uh, is this a Chicago thing? It's partly a Chicago thing, yes, which is you the talked first thing about it. I thought of. <laughs> yeah, you talked I think about it one time. Yeah, I might have mentioned it on yeah. the podcast. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it was this I, one, though. I think it was Hollywood's Haunted, the podcast. But anyways. Okay. okay. Might have been. I'm yeah. down. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm still fascinated um, with the phantom kangaroo sightings. And yes, being from Chicago and knowing that there was a significant sighting in Chicago at one point definitely is what got me started thinking about this again. Um, so, yes, I'm going to be talking about phantom kangaroos, also known as errant kangaroos. Um, but, you know, they're more commonly known as phantom kangaroos. And mm -hmm. I think it's more fun to say phantom anyway. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so, um, you know, like I said, you may be thinking, why is this? a cryptid thing if we know what kangaroos are right we all know the animal kangaroo mostly most of us do that are listening unless you're a very young listener which um there probably should be some kind of warning that <laughs> i mean <laughs> honestly if you're under the age of 14 listening to this that's not that's it's a bad idea <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like G-rated all the time. Yeah, but... <laughs> I've tried not to curse as much as I used to curse uh, <laughs> on this podcast. I don't know if you've noticed, I've tried to curb that a little bit, just out yeah. of, I don't know, respectability, not because of any reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. I mean, that's a good practice, I think, I guess. I don't know. Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, um, no, most of us knows what kangaroos are. Um, they are just some little factoids that, you know, I thought were important for us to remember about kangaroos. They are native to Australia and the surrounding islands. They are herbivores. They are typically not aggressive unless they are provoked. They are marsupials. And um, meaning that the young are carried in a pouch. Um, so the young kangaroos, the joeys, are in the pouch of the mother. Um, and the marsupials that we have in most abundance here in the United States are everyone's favorite, opossums. Uh, those are the most, uh, that's the most marsupial action that we see here in the United States. Um, but, you know, I don't really mind opossums. I mean, I've seen them. They're creatures just like any other creature. Um, fun fun but, fact about that, though. We don't have yeah. any of that in Las Vegas. When I got oh, here, really? I was like, oh, like, you know, do we have raccoons out here? Because, like, yeah. I don't know why. I just like them uh you know and we don't have raccoons we don't really have possums like we're too far out from to have those you know wow. and I just thought that was so weird because I just assume raccoons were like in every city you yeah know? it but seems like they would be yeah we have I mean we do have like rats and mice like that's gonna be here you know yeah. uh we have a lot of bugs <laughs> 
but, but no opossums. Yeah, um, no, uh, no opossums and no, yeah, no raccoons out here. Okay. You know, no squirrels. Yeah. I've not seen a squirrel. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So bizarre to me. But, you know, I guess that makes sense. So, because it that's is the different. Desert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's different. Um, but yeah, okay, let's see. Back to my little factoid sheet about phantom kangaroos, or actually, I'm sorry, not phantom anymore at this point, actual kangaroos. Um, they are macropods, which simply means large foot. So, um, if you've ever seen a kangaroo up close or a picture of a kangaroo, you know they have large feet. Mm -hmm. And there's a few different um, types of kangaroos. Something I learned, I thought there was only one size of kangaroo. There's not. There's the kangaroo, which is the largest in size, and it can reach six to eight feet in size. Uh, there's wallaroos, which are the intermediate size. <laughs> And then there's wallabies, which are the smallest, and they're usually like three feet tall. Aww. The wallabies, yeah, the wallabies are actually the most common that people see when they see sightings of kangaroos, uh, whether they know it or not. So I didn't know that. I thought I thought wallaby was just another name for kangaroo. Well, it is, yeah. but it's like a different kind of kangaroo. There's a lot, actually. So it's pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> Hold on one um, second. My cat is trying to get in again. Oh, okay. No worries. I think they might want to be fed, but I'm going to wait till we switch over to the next episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> I only knew about wallabies from Rocco's Modern Life. And he mm. was a very small, like, kangaroo-like creature. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just assumed that a wallaby was, I don't know why I thought a wallaby was like a baby kangaroo. But I guess yeah. that's Joey. Yeah, so. the Joey. The Joey is the baby. But yeah, wallaby sounds like it could be a baby kangaroo. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but, you know, yeah. te te technically speaking. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but we are so familiar with kangaroos as a regular animal that we've seen most likely in a zoo. I mean, unless you've been in some kind of private situation where you could see a kangaroo up close. I never have. I've only ever seen them in zoos. But why would there be a cryptid-like fascination with them? Well, because they've allegedly hopped up in all different and unexpected places during different periods of time, usually with little or no explanation. Hmm. Um, yeah, that seems really weird, right? Um, why would you see a kangaroo outside of its ordinary habitat? Well, I'm not really sure. Nobody really is, but... Hmm. There have been an awful lot of sightings, which I'm going to get into in a moment. Um, but some explanations for kangaroos or wallabies may check out and seem to make logical sense. Others are lone and very bizarre instances of sightings 
that cause me and many others to wonder why and how Australia's prized animal made and is still said to be making these phantom appearances. Why is it? I'm not sure, but we're going to get into it. So let's get into the physical description, because most of us that have seen a kangaroo or, you know, obviously can type kangaroo into a search engine and you can see the image pop up, you know what a kangaroo is going to look like. Well, um, most of these sightings of these phantom kangaroos, they included descriptions of seeing ordinary kangaroos or wallabies, what you might expect a kangaroo to look or act like, because we all get that image, you know, um, maybe you even get the cartoon image of um, Roo from Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. pop up into your head. First of all, I know that's an easy place to go to since, uh, you know, he's such a big character. But but yeah, I mean, most of us, we know what a kangaroo is going to look like. Well, certain sightings describe a slightly different type of kangaroo. And that would be more monster-like with aggressive tendencies and behaviors. So if you go to the um, cryptid wiki for um, phantom king, if you type in phantom kangaroo, it shows you an illustration on what they think the phantom kangaroo might look like. And honestly, to me, when I looked at it, it looks like a cross more between a kangaroo and a dinosaur. Hmm. I mean, it looks pretty like vicious. I'm going to look um, it up real so, quick. Yeah, nothing like, you know, what we usually think of as kangaroos, more like cute and I don't know, just more appealing looking, I guess. <laughs> um, so some Uh-oh. of the possible, do you see it? Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like almost like it's like a dinosaur to me. Yeah. Uh, mixed with, with a kangaroo, like the way the head is shaped and everything. It's got, and it, the way that it's, you know, drawn. Um, so there's a couple possibilities um, based on the information I found on this wiki from what the phantom kangaroo might be. So these are extremely rare possibilities. They're probably not likely at all, considering the fact that both of these species have been extinct for a long time now. Um, But a possibility of a phantom kangaroo sighting might be that it was a um, procoptodon. And that is an extinct type of giant and when i say giant i mean over the normal size that a regular kangaroo can get to a regular kangaroo um is said to be anywhere from six to eight feet although the eight feet would probably be pushing it um into another category but this procoptodon um it's said to be even larger than that and it's said to have like a short face and um, they were also herbivores, so more like the regular kangaroo that we know. And they lived in groups. 
Um, so it's not really likely that this was, you know, in some of the descriptions of the sightings, this was not said to be the monster-like one. Um, but there was another type of kangaroo um, that was not an herbivore. It was a carnivore. Whoa. So this would this yeah this would fit more in the um, dangerous category of phantom kangaroo sighting. Uh, but again, it's probably highly unlikely because it's linked to what's called the um, uh, uh, sorry, Ecalta data, and that was an extinct predatory fanged kangaroo. So it had actual fangs that lived in Australia over 10 million years ago. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It definitely was, you know, um, prehistoric in that sense. So, you know, over 10 million years ago, obviously a very long time ago. So not very likely that that species of kangaroo has been seen recently or even semi-recently. Um, because as I'm going to get into a lot of these kangaroo sightings, um, the one that took place in Chicago, they all happened in the early to mid 70s here, uh, 1970s. So um, yeah, it's probably not very likely. Although I was very interested to find out that there was a carnivorous um, version of this kangaroo that did exist and was, you know, sounds like a very lethal predator. Um, yeah. So just very interesting. I had no idea. Um, so some other descriptions of the dangerous type of kangaroo include, of course, seeing red glowing eyes. What would we have without a cryptid and the red glowing eyes? Right. Um, <laughs> all of the worst cryptids out there stare at you in the dead of night with red glowing eyes. And, oh, yeah. You know, and this kangaroo, this vicious kangaroo is no exception. Um, so I had talked, um, I think, on, I don't know, either the last podcast or the one before about this guy, Lauren Coleman. And he is a famed cryptozoologist. Hmm. And he also claims to be the authority on um, kangaroo sightings here in the United States. So I don't know. That's just something that he is, he thinks uh, is his claim to fame, but he's certainly very recognized within the community, but he kind of threw another curveball into everything um, with the phantom kangaroo sightings, because Lauren Coleman happens to think that most of these phantom kangaroo sightings are not actually of these kind of different, possibly aggressive kangaroos. But he thinks that most of them are uh, mistaken for a creature called the devil monkey. <laughs> and <laughs> that definitely sounds like a cryptid. <laughs> yes, it definitely does. And, um, of course, I had to find out what a devil monkey is because I'd never even heard of a devil monkey before. Um, but the devil monkey, apparently, is a large baboon-like 
primate. So the first thing you think of, or at least I think of uh, when I hear that is Bigfoot. Um, mm. But at the same time, he's definitely a lot different than Bigfoot. Um, he's a lot smaller for one. Um, so Bigfoot is said to, you know, power over everything, reach heights of seven to eight feet at least. Well, the devil monkey is only said to be three to four feet, foot tall. So definitely not as big. Um, but, but he's also described as being a shaggy canine face baboon with powerful, almost kangaroo-like legs. So mm -hmm. there we go with our connection to the kangaroo sightings. Um, and that's also like the chupacabra, actually. Uh, in that description. So not only is he kind of like Bigfoot, but he's also like the Chupacabra. Um, he is known to have three-toed razor-clawed feet, tiny pointed ears, and a long, often bushy tail. And it's said to be much like that of a werewolf. Or, oh. yeah, or possibly... <laughs> Possibly another kind of werewolf-like creature mm. um, that is native to Louisiana um, here in the United States. But, um, yeah, he was given a description, the devil monkey was, by one woman that saw him, of being extremely ugly. <laughs> so, well, I'm sorry, devil monkey. That's not nice. <laughs> I know, poor devil monkey. <laughs> um huh? Yeah, she didn't uh, much care for the look of him, but yeah, he's definitely um, out there, according to Lauren Coleman. And the devil monkey is also incredibly fast. He has an ability to leap and jump up to 20 feet, according to some stories. And that has left room for some confusion as to whether it was a devil monkey sighting or a phantom kangaroo sighting. So, you know, I mean, only if you have been out there and faced with this type of situation, uh, well, you probably wouldn't know what you saw, first of all, <laughs> if, it's, if it's, you know, dark at night or there's some kind of visibility, but yeah, so, some of the phantom kangaroo sightings could be devil monkey sightings. You never know. But uh, yeah, if you type in devil monkey, you'll definitely be amused at the very least. It definitely looks like a very scary um, baboon. Type oh, yeah. No, I just creature. looked it up. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you saw one of these, um, yeah, I mean, just like any of the cryptids that are terrifying. I mean, what would you do? I don't, I don't really know. Um, but <laughs> apparently the devil monkey is out there. He's in the United States. So just be on alert. Uh, <laughs> I was talking, I was going to start to talk about the many sightings of these phantom kangaroos and how they vary. Some of them vary in, um, you know, description or what's happening in the sighting. But um, 
the very first sighting, and oh, by the way, I'm going to concentrate mostly on the United States, even though there have been other sightings in um, other countries, uh, which I will also touch on. But um, most of these sightings that I've uh, found and that others have found have been from the United States. So in 1899, in Richmond, Wisconsin, the town suffered through a large tornado and a woman claimed to see a giant kangaroo leaping across her backyard. <laughs> there was a traveling circus in town, uh, but unfortunately there were no kangaroos in the circus. So an escaped mm -hmm. kangaroo apparently was not a possibility for that point in time. Um, in 1934, in Hamburg, Tennessee, around South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, this account is where the giant kangaroo that is often seen gets aggressive, scary, and violent because it was said that this phantom kangaroo was said to have killed and eaten police dogs and other small farm animals. Jeez. Yeah. This is one of the instances where they described the phantom kangaroo as being more chupacabra-like or mm. perhaps, perhaps more devil monkey-like, right? This other cryptid that I just named. Um, but <laughs> this was over a five day period in the town, um, that this happened and was witnessed. And, uh, all that happened as a result was that they followed the creature's footprints, uh, basically that led out of town and led to a cave where they could not be found. It was just the the creature had vanished at that point. Um, so they were never able to confirm anything in that sense. Mm -hmm. uh, but the sightings just keep going on. Uh, in 19, okay, this was a longer period from 1957 through 1967. So essentially a whole decade in Coon Rapids, Minnesota, there were multiple sightings of the phantom kangaroos from the uh, residents of this Minneapolis suburb of Coon Rapids. And they said that they sometimes saw two at a time and that they were coming and going from a wooded area near Anoka County Fairgrounds. So like I said, this happened for almost a decade, uh, but nothing has ever, according to them, been heard from or seen since. So, very strange. Um, in 1958, in Grand Island, Nebraska, there was a man named Charles Wetzel. Uh, no connection to the pretzel, I don't think. <laughs> Saw because <laughs> when I think of Wetzel, I'm like, oh, Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was dumb. Saw a <laughs> <laughs> he saw a phantom kangaroo chasing his dog near his cabin home in the uh or near the Platte River. 
in yeah. Grand Island, Nebraska. Um, and then the uh, this brings me to the account that made me think of phantom kangaroos in the first place. Of course, my sweet home, Chicago, Illinois, on October 18th, 1974. It was early morning and the police officers, Leonard Siagi and Michael Byrne, get called to the home of a Chicago man on the northwest side of Chicago who claimed that he had a kangaroo just basically chilling out on his front porch of his home. Um, so the dispatchers at first do not take the call seriously and they do everything to keep from laughing at him. Um, but when the officers come to the scene to investigate, they definitely see what they describe as a five foot kangaroo right in front of them. So going back to my description of the kangaroos uh, earlier on, um, he might have been a wallaroo. Mm. <laughs> that, was, that was the intermediate size um, because kangaroo, it's kangaroo, kang sorry, <laughs> it's kangaroo, wallaroo, and then wallaby. So if he's, if he's five foot, that probably fits into the wallaroo, I'm guessing. Um, but anyway, they the cops that show up and they see the, the this type of kangaroo in front of them, yeah, they definitely aren't laughing anymore. Um, they're wondering why there's a kangaroo in the middle of Chicago, Illinois. Right. And I would, you know, I definitely would wonder, too. It's so out of place. I mean, obviously, and these other sightings, you know, previously that happened in Wisconsin, Minnesota, um, and uh, Tennessee, they also happen to be out of place. But I guess it just hits a little closer for me because Chicago is so completely urban uh, when you're in the city. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I couldn't possibly think to see a creature like a kangaroo there. And in 1974, um, you know, you could argue that things have been modernized a lot at that point. So, yeah, why would you expect to see anything like that? But these officers claim that they did. Um, so when they saw this kangaroo, they found out that he was more on the aggressive side. But from what I understand of the account um, it's just more likely that the kangaroo was very spooked and threatened by these humans, you know, that were kind of cornering him because this was in, in an alleyway in Chicago when they were finally able to, you know, come face to face with the kangaroo. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that happened, I mean, this is no knock to the police community but um i don't know what were you thinking the one officer officer burn apparently tried to handcuff the kangaroo <laughs> jeez yeah jeez. i mean I, uh, whether it's you know some kind of weird kangaroo like a hybrid kangaroo or, or yeah. whether it's a regular one 
Why would you try to handcuff it still? I mean, I don't, I don't really know. But um, it's safe to say that at that point, according to the account, the kangaroo became vicious. And, um, <laughs> you know, it went from being scared um, because these are not known, like I said before, these are not known to be aggressive animals unless they're provoked. Yeah. Um, but he became vicious, screeching and punching the officers in the face and kicking them in the shin. Um, so the officers at that point backed away and the kangaroo obviously saw that as a good time to take off at a high speed, mm. jumping a fence nearby and vanishing. Uh, so later that afternoon, a phantom kangaroo was actually reported as seen hopping down the street in my hometown of Oak Park, Illinois. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure exactly where, but, you know, Oak Park is certainly right next to Chicago. So I could see that happening. Um, and after this, tons of reports of the kangaroo sighting would come in from all over Chicagoland. Um, and there may have been more than one kangaroo that was hopping around when the last sighting in Illinois was reported in 1974. So um, at that time, it was said that two sightings were reported on the same day, about 50 miles apart from each other. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like kangaroo mania at that point. Everybody is seeing kangaroos hopping around uh, for no reason, and they don't appear to be doing anything except just kidding around, trying to live their best lives, I guess, trying not to uh, get in an altercation with Chicago Police Department. Right. Um, <laughs> but it just seems definitely very bizarre and strange that all of this is happening um, because there have been no phantom kangaroo sightings reported in Illinois since that time in the mid 70s or the early 70s. So yeah, it's just very strange. Um, but like I said, that wouldn't be the last sighting. Um, that was just the one that that resonated with me because it was the one that I first heard about. And I thought, why in the hell would there be a kangaroo just randomly? And the middle of Chicago, why would uh, there be police around it? I feel and like that circus lied about kangaroos. I feel like they just lied. They had one, but they didn't want to admit that they lost it and set it rampant into they, North America. They <laughs> must have, you know? And it's been slowly just living agelessly, roaming around forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's very possible. Yeah, exactly, because they're not known to have very long lifespans as well. Mm. Um, so it's just another it's just another weird thing. But um, let's keep going. Uh, in 1978 in Waukesha, Wisconsin, so not terribly far away from Chicago, I know where Waukesha is, um, two men took a blurry picture of a kangaroo they said they saw in a bush on the side of the road. But unfortunately, it was said that this was very likely a hoax. 
and that the men were taxidermists who stuffed you know this animal which was according to lauren coleman that cryptozoologist mm-hmm. he saw the picture and he said it looked like some kind of wallaby so um but they they placed it there um so that's widely accepted that this was a hoax on their part um even though the picture's still out there still circulates all the time mm-hmm. um in in 1999 in wellman iowa a woman named Lois Eckhart saw a big animal jump past the cows on her farm and Jeez. said that all the yeah, said that all the cows got completely spooked. Um and she wasn't able to properly identify it, but that was another sighting. Uh now, like I said, it wasn't just in the United States, but those are the most examples that I have. Um, but there are, you know, a couple more examples of phantom sightings. In the year 2000, in Lewisham, London, in the United Kingdom, there were four sightings of a six-foot kangaroo eating leaves uh, just, you know, in this suburb of London, not expected to be there, <laughs> just chilling. Um, in this one is very interesting. From 2002 to 2011, which is quite a long time, um, this is in Japan, there were a series of phantom kangaroo sightings in the Mayama Mountain District of Osaki Miyagi City in the Miyagi Prefecture. So that's a pretty long time too. That's like that time period of the one in Minnesota. It's almost a decade long. Um, so very interesting. Um, and then finally in 2013 in Oklahoma, there was a YouTube video that was posted by hunters who caught a kangaroo on tape basically just bouncing around, uh, living its life. Um, It's thought though that this video, or I'm sorry, it is thought that this kangaroo might have been a pet who'd gone missing in the state just over a year earlier. And that seems like it's pretty likely, but you can definitely watch the video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, It's not like, extremely exciting it's more exciting when you think about it in the context of these were people that had no idea where this kangaroo had come from so they were just like oh my god it's a kangaroo in oklahoma just hopping around on i don't know what they were i mean like open plains but um that's definitely if you're out there and you want to watch this video just type in, you know, Oklahoma 2013 kangaroo, you can find the video. Um, And yeah, it's, it is definitely cool. It's like when the payoff, when you see it, it's a Mm -hmm. kangaroo hopping across a field in Oklahoma. But yeah, then thinking about the fact that it was probably just somebody's pet who, um, you know, got left or something like that. It's a little less exciting, but Still, you know, um, if you want to get a look at it, go for it. Um, (laughs) 
so does this mean, does all of this mean that there's a new North American species of kangaroo? Because that's, you know, what some people might say. Um, it is potentially possible, but it's also very unlikely. The reason that it's very unlikely is because um, if you think about it, no U.S. colony of new um, kangaroos could possibly live undetected for so long um, yeah. or be hunted or get a photograph taken of them or anything. Um, so it's nice to think about maybe as a type of fantasy, but it's probably not very likely. Um, it's most likely that these phantom kangaroo sightings were just that they were escaped from a zoo or possibly a circus or maybe even private owners, but still who really knows? I mean, it is very weird. Um, there are colonies of wallabies that escaped zoological reserves or private zoos outside the U.S. And most notably, um, the ones that I found are there's one colony of wallabies that lives just outside of Paris, France, interestingly enough. Oh, weird. And yeah, they were they were kangaroos that were ones that escaped the zoological preserve that they were in in the mm. 1970s. And they took up in this area like I said, just outside of Paris. And um, they've lived there for years now, just as a breeding colony. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it, it just goes to show how th that can happen. Um, and that's not an unusual thing. It's just nature. It's just something that, that happens. Um, but the other one, um, there's some colonies outside uh, or not outside, but there's some colonies in the United Kingdom as well. Um, so maybe those ones had to do with the sightings that were in 2000 in London, in Lewisham. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Um, but there's also um, uh, an island in Scotland, and I can't pronounce it for the life of me. I don't even want to try. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. But there was a woman there that had a lot of influence on the island that actually brought um, some wallabies to that island. So mm. now they're native there. Um, so little things like that definitely happen, but it's not enough, I think, to describe these very strange, very bizarre phantom occurrences of kangaroo sightings that have happened, especially here in the United States. Mm. And I know we, um, as, you know, those out there of us that are, that love cryptids and love thinking about um, unusual things happening. Yeah, maybe it's a little easy for us to say, well, you know, these really did happen. Um, I mean, police reports were filed <laughs> just like they usually are um, when unusual things happen. And sometimes we don't see the results. But, you know, um, I'd like to think that, you know, it's still possible. I mean, there's there has been no explanation yet 
um, given. I mean, obviously, these are like really resilient animals, you mm -hmm. know, and the colonies yeah. do exist. So it doesn't seem that, you know, preposterous, you know, or unheard of that yeah. this could actually happen. I don't but, think yeah. so. Uh, kangaroos kind of scare me because I'm afraid <laughs> to get, I don't know why it's like an irrational fear, but I'm like afraid to get like punched in the face by a kangaroo, <laughs> you know? Yes, that you, would they definitely. They seem very strong and oh, like, yeah. you know, unpredictable. <laughs> oh yeah, that would definitely be, oh yeah, no, it's, it's no joke. I mean, I'm with you. It's, it's sad that they, like I said, they're not known to be aggressive creatures by nature at mm. least these these versions as we know them as um but but yeah they could f you up definitely <laughs> you know like if they're pun punching you or kicking you yeah that's that's a lot of force that they're using yeah. and remember the full-size kangaroo is at least six feet tall yeah. so i mean that's if you think about a six foot tall human, I mean, and this is an animal. So yeah, definitely. That's not gonna be a good ending, probably, <laughs> for the person involved that gets yeah. that tangles with the kangaroo. So um <laughs> yeah, some sightings are still being reported as recently as 2019. Um, my question is, could we ever see another resurgence? of these phantom kangaroo sightings. I don't know. I mean, they're still obviously being reported and why are, yeah. you know, it's it's just a very interesting question. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's all I have on the phantom kangaroos, but uh, you know, it certainly is very bizarre and, <laughs> and even i even read one article because i found out most of my information through wikipedia through the cryptid wiki through the internet in general um uh but you know it's just interesting to think of um you know yeah. does it actually exist yeah i i don't know I don't know. I've never seen it, but um, could there, you know, I could travel back to Chicago one time and could there be uh, a, a kangaroo there kangaroo waiting for you? <laughs> Possibly. <Who knows? laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just very strange. So, yeah, um, it's up for you to see and experience and decide. But, um, yeah. Well, uh, thanks for giving me another thing to be uh, irrationally afraid of. <laughs> oh, no. Well, luckily no, it's for fine. you. It's fine. Luckily, there's, there's been no Las Vegas sightings or yeah, any in Nevada. As of yet. Period, you know. As of yet. As of yet. Yeah. That's true. We just have aliens to worry about. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, regular get... people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't, uh, don't, don't engage. There you yeah. go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, bringing that topic today. That was definitely something weird, uh, you know, which is, you know, what we're all about. Uh, I yeah. need to let my screaming cat in the room. Um, so, uh, so I'm going to say goodbye to our listeners. 
Um, thank you all for joining us. And thank you, Teresa, for your story. Uh, you know where to find us, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please share this with people who you think might find this stuff interesting. Please let me know uh, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you know, whatever. Uh, email me at myweirdlittlepodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you want to hear about. There will be much, much more uh, cryptid talk in the future. I guarantee that. Uh, and I hope you all have a spooky rest of your night. Continue being you. Uh, don't stop believing. Creep it real. <laughs> um, and stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.